Yo, everybody, this is Doc Joe Brown. And before we play the very first episode, episode zero of Pro Wrestling Talk for Detroit Pistons basketball fans, I just wanted to say welcome. Thank you. We don't even have distribution right now, so everything is just word of mouth. On this episode, my friend and I, Kyan, I've known him since my Michigan State days in the early 2000s. We review the Malice at the Palace. It's coming up on its 15-year anniversary this November. So we thought, what better event to review for our first episode than this? Because it was so historic, so much talk about it in the area when it first occurred. So um, just enjoy, sit back. This is all tongue-in-cheek. It's nothing uh, to be taken serious. There are a lot of great Pistons podcasts out there. Locked on Pistons podcasts, Around the Cylinder I mean, I could go on and on. I'm not singling anybody out, but um, we just wanted to have fun with our experience. We're having a blast recording these, so we can't wait until they start to get into all the, you know, SoundClouds and Stitchers and Google Play, uh, things like that, so, so everyone can see, see just how much fun we're having. And this is kind of like a weird cross-section. We couldn't find any podcasts that talked about basketball and pro wrestling. That doesn't mean they don't exist. So we're really excited to meet other people who share the unique unique interests like we do. If you would like to email the show, you can find us at PistonsProWrestlingFans at gmail.com. Uh, the guest on the show is actually Cap K Hunter. So that's Cap, C-A-P, K, Hunter. And that can be found on Twitter. Our Twitter handle for the show is PistonsProWrestlingFans. And then if you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at Doc Joe Brown, real name, no gimmick. So that's Doc Joe Brown, R-N-N-G. Um, just enjoy the episode, and thank you so much for your support. The director's cut. <laughs> that's what this is. Episode zero. Version two. <laughs> yeah, version two of Pro Wrestling Talk for the Detroit Pistons fans. So yesterday we recorded an episode, and then my wife came in and schooled me about how bad the audio was. And then some users on Twitter did, too. Um, just a few that I shared it with. That was my dog shaking in the background. So we improved it so much that you can hear the dog shaking in the background. <laughs> so what we'll do is we won't like try to just repeat ourselves because that won't be genuine, but we'll recap what we did. So in two months, it will be the 15th anniversary of the Detroit Pistons and the Indiana Pacers Malice at the Palace. This podcast is to try to add a little tongue-in-cheek to just Pistons occurrences and do a little wrestling overlap with it. So we analyzed that yesterday. We laughed at the video all day yesterday. I heard Kyan laughing downstairs as he watched it. Probably I assumed he was watching it because it was right after I sent him the email. And then I've watched the video multiple times, and it always gives me a laugh. Like I always see something new because there's so many fights going on. So we start off with this question, and I want to know if it stayed the same. Who won the fight? I stand by my answer, basically. I mean, <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, you know, the Pacers took the most L's out of everybody. <laughs> so it's no way they could possibly be looked at as winners in the game, you know. that they, they, they got trash bottles, everything. Like, they went through it. So I can't agree with your answer. So the fans <laughs> won? I think the fan. Oh my god! The fans, you're not gonna beat the majority, no matter what you do. You know what I'm saying? The fans got in the most licks. The fans threw. The, the fans showed out. 
it was all negative though, but the fans still did their thing in, in the worst possible way though. So the fans came out on top. They got a good show. They got to throw a couple punches too. You know, I mean, I, that's so all I got. Dude. I did a demo of this with my wife after last night, and she pointed out so many people took L's. Right, so many people like the fans took L's. Like whoever that was, Ryan Artest chased. Oh yeah, he, a, he took, took a, big a serious L, L. <laughs> because when somebody is coming at you. And they want to fight. You don't try to explain yourself. You just have to knuckle up at some right. point and be like, I know this is a miscommunication. But it doesn't matter. But I'm going to have to knuckle up and explain to this person at a later date. That it is officially go time. You saw the look so, on his face. He knew what it was. You can't just go around giving out L's to everybody. That means somebody has to have the W. So uh, I say it's an NWO run-in. I stand by that because <laughs> it's a no contest. The show went off the air. Before we knew who the winner was. <laughs> it doesn't go on the person's Wikipedia page. But I have to give it to the Indiana Pacers. Because they were such a team. They all went down. All went down with the Look ship. Look what they were doing on the they way down. They all now. went down with the <laughs> ship. And the biggest L, as I stated yesterday, has to be Ben Wallace. Because how do you start something and you're never there to see it through? You're never there to see it through. So I give him the biggest L. But it's an NWO running. That's where I stand on the conclusion. But you give it to the fans, I guess. Wait, but do you count Ben Wallace as taking the biggest? I mean, it did start off of that. But what? he was safe after that. He was good. You know, he was comfortable in the locker room, whatever the case may be. He didn't have no fists, no hands. He was what? good. We're jumping ahead because you know how I feel about Jamal Tinsley with the dustpan. Okay, but- wait, we haven't got there yet. <laughs> <laughs> but... No, I got to give it to NWO running. And if I do, I got to give it to the Pacers because they went out like some Gs. Everybody was suspended. Every, I think people are still suspended from this stuff. So you have to go down like that. So um, what wrestling announcers would you put over it? Now, yesterday we had, like, I cheated. I named, like, five people. But would you still stick still, with yours? Lawler's still my top choice. King, he, The King would be hilarious. You yeah. actually made me want to switch mine. No, no, I mean, no. Gorilla Monsoon is a, is a good answer. You know what I'm saying? But... <laughs> I just know the way Jerry Lawler does his commentary. Like, he'll give it to anybody. <laughs> Look at these idiots over there. You know what I'm saying? Like, anybody can get it. But. Would, but you know what the funny thing about it, why I switch to Jerry the King is because mm. he would be calling out puppies. He'd be like, oh, and she bad over there. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, oh, and there's some puppies going around. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, the puppies. So I switched after I slept on it last night. Like, I should have just agreed. <laughs> Who wants to hear Gorilla Monsoon commentate a real fight? Oh, man, but you're right. Jerry King Lawler might, and I still stick with it. Maybe it's just because I watched the documentary, It's Gotta Be Kane. Um, Vince McMahon would be great, too. Oh, Vince McMahon. Oh, my gosh. 80s Vince McMahon would be great over this. But Jerry King Lawler is first. Um, King of the Ring. Are you still sticking with? Go ahead. I don't want to ruin it for no, people who didn't I mean, hear the Steven original still, still episode. Got, still, Steven still got my answer. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, if you look at the tape, he came and like it was definitely MMA. He was ready for all the action. So and I'll stick with Ben Wallace's relative. And the reason why I say this is because so we're looking at the national footage, the ESPN footage. But I remember back in the day I was explaining to Captain K Hunter um, that there was local footage. So this game was on national TV and local TV, and so it was two separate sets of cameras. And the local TV did a much better job of covering this fight. I don't know if it was because you know, that Mickey Mouse money, like, maybe they just zoomed up as soon as something went down, like, hey, we can't show all of this. Hmm. But the local footage, if anybody is out there listening, and you have any type of contacts at UPN, 
WDIV. Please, I will not even put it on YouTube. Just share it with me <laughs> for my own personal laughter. I said all that to say, you can see a larger black guy in the audience. If you really pay attention while the melee is going loose, grab poor Fred Jones, who's trying to be a peacemaker. <laughs> He's trying to tell everybody, just chill. It's all right. I don't know how you do that by running in the crowd, but... <laughs> He tries to tell everybody that and gets the beat down of a lifetime <laughs> from a stranger. Get snatched up and uh, get them hands laid on him. The only thing that I can imagine is that something, there's a backstory to that that nobody knows about. So me. maybe I picked him to beat up for a reason. Like it something, gotta be something happened at an earlier game in the season or something with Ben Wallace in Indiana because there's no way your relative would go pick out this random player. Unless and, it wasn't random. Do you know how Stone Cold used to go off on people in the corner? Like, he would throw you in the corner and then just hold on to the tire. That's what this was like. He stopped the mud hole. That's what this was like. Push the mud hole in him. <laughs> and nobody else got to smoke. Like, he was telling everybody else, like, back up so I can finish tagging this dude. I, and so, what I was telling Captain K. Hunter yesterday was, I recall this, but again, I can't find a news article where there was a situation where they were like, because of this, Ben Wallace's relative, whoever snapped on Fred Jones, was oh, banned, from, all right. was banned <laughs> from the palace for life. And um, it's funny because now the palace is being torn down. I went there Saturday. This is like a sad scene. Oh, damn. They actually let me go through the player's entrance. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. They I, don't care no more, obviously. So I, I, picked up, I purchased chairs from the palace, and um, I wanted to actually get the purple seats that this went down at, but those sold out first. Oh, really? Of course. I can see that. Of course. So I got the, the executive, um, the red seats. But um, I, I just know somewhere his relative is like, finally, I can go to a Pistons game. Because <laughs> now they're at LCA. He earned that he earned that abandonment situation you got going on. So. It, exactly. So the next question, we got two more. We talked about the biggest loser. But do you want to expound on that? Because I didn't get to go into my. I didn't get okay. to go. I, I mentioned it, but I didn't mention it. Why? Got you. I still feel like Detroit was the biggest loser. Oh, my goodness. No no matter what happened. People, this was Oakland County. If we have anybody <laughs> that's listening from outside the state of Michigan, this was not Detroit. What do they call it? The Palace of Auburn Hills. But anyway. When you continue. see it on TV, you are associated with the hey, team. The team educate is yourself. You know? Educate yourself and do your research. That is, <laughs> there's no excuse to be an idiot during the time of Google. There's Dude. nothing. <laughs> Uh, I, but I, that's coming from a Detroiter. I, you know how I feel about no, that. Detroit's are very specific about that. I get it. But hey, if I'm I'm watching from Indiana, all I know is hey, by the way, those Detroiters over there, you know, love them together, look like animals. I respect you for that. I mean, it was a black eye, especially the way the media painted it. Like as you were watching it, like people were like, I don't ever want to come to Detroit. See, even see, though we didn't start Oakland it. County, like no, it's not. It's Detroit. So we didn't start it, right? We we in no way did we start to fight. Um, like the crowd. I'm talking Ben Wallace clearly started. I mean, yeah, fighting. but that, that whole different ballgame. The part that looked ugly to me, and I still don't agree that Detroit was the biggest loser, was that as they panned out, it was just fights off on the side. <laughs> like, that had nothing to do with nothing. Just like, you know what? You've been annoying me the whole game. And now is the perfect <laughs> time to just punch my neighbor. It's a so, bad reputation that they gave us then. Yeah. I agree with you on that. Like, why were just random... You would just look and just be random fights off to the side and things like that. So that that was pretty hilarious. Biggest loser has to be Jamal Tinsley. 
who plays for the Pacers. Okay. <laughs> he tried to turn it into a hardcore match. <laughs> this is very clear at the end of the video. The man goes and gets a commercial dustpan. <laughs> now, that's what they should have for auction at the palace. You would have bought that. I would have bought that. I would have <laughs> went up to $500. If you watch when the Pacer players are going in the tunnel, Jamal Tinsley is really heated because they're getting popcorn, pop thrown at them. I mean, they're getting the business. This is worse than when Hogan turned bad. This is really bad. Like, worse than the first night of the NWO. And he goes in the back. And doesn't stay back there. I guess he bumped into a janitor. Or I don't know what he did. <laughs> hey, let me borrow that right. You gonna use this? <laughs> and he comes out and threatens a fan. Because you're right. He didn't swing. You're right. He didn't, he didn't, get, he didn't get a swing. Because the old man was just like, give me that. Man. This is not a hardcore <laughs> match. But you have to be the biggest loser uh, because of that. But Ben Wallace, too, has to come in second. We never see him anymore. He's the um, Jimmy Hart of it all. He's, he, he just like walked around with a megaphone, antagonizing everybody. And was like, I'm out this piece. After all the ruckus that happened, did you want him to go ahead? Hey, you might as well get in there and fight too. Is that what you wanted? So he owns some of the Grand Rapids Drive now. And if I ever see him, I'm going to be like, Bill, where the hell were you at, bruh? Bruh. That was 2004. You really want answers from the that? The foul was not even that bad. No, he took it somewhere. He definitely took it somewhere. He, didn't need he was mad because they were losing. This is the other thing. Dude, the... I got to look that up. Did the Pistons actually lose that game? Because they were down. So. They were down, but the game never finished. So was it, it, a, it, it was really an NWO running. It was a no <laughs> contest. <It was> a, <laughs> they were just like, the game is called off. That's a good question. So here we go. Lastly, if you were an usher, would you go back to work the next day? If you worked at the palace, this was the craziest thing. There were ushers. No offense to my mom. My mom is a beautiful lady. You've met her. She's getting up there in age. Older than my mom trying to break up the fight. Don't be a hero. Older than my mom. (laughs) And I'm like, you are going above and beyond the call of duty. Exactly. Above and beyond because I would have been out. I wouldn't even have punched out. I still be getting paid for that night. I still be getting paid. But would you go back to work? The Not next in the day? slightest degree. Not. I mean, you don't pay me enough for that. I don't know how much they pay them, but regardless of the fact, though, you see the pandemonium. You pay me to make sure I can make sure that there's a spot for the wheelchair section. This is all you pay me for. I'm Dude, not. I'm not. I'm not doing anything extra like the that. The actual referees were gone, and, and that says and, a whole and, lot. That says a whole lot. <laughs> the actual F referees were gone, and the ushers. That's like Earl Hebner getting knocked out, and just the cameraman's like, I'm just gonna help out. <laughs> I'm just gonna, or, or the ring guy, just like, you know what, I'm gonna just help out. Triple H, please take a sledgehammer to my head. <laughs> the hero mentality, I'm nah, not, not in that situation. So, the other thing I wanted to touch on, I brought this up yesterday, but it's so critical. That's why we have to get this local footage. If anybody has it, um, there was a fight on the floor, and a fan jumps on the floor, not captured in the videos that are available on YouTube. But this is true because you talk to people and they're like, yes, I do remember this. Jermaine O'Neal does a Superman punch on somebody. <laughs> a random fan. They have on like, and it's bad too because they have on like a Smush Parker jersey. Not even like a Rip Hamilton or something like that. And he gives the best Superman punch of all time. That's why we have to get our hands on this local footage. We have to, have to, have to. It is a must. But if you watched it back then, and it was extra better because now I just remember I was talking to my cousin last mm-hmm. night. A coach was trying to hold him back. 
And it was like, you can't hold me. You can't hold me. And so, like, he punched him, and the coach is, like, hanging off the back of him. <laughs> Nothing he can do. <laughs> the description is so worth it. So, uh, we got to get it. Roman Reigns couldn't. I mean, that's where Roman Reigns got his finishing move from. <laughs> if you ask him, he's asked to be like, I had to. I was watching Malice at the Palace. But, uh, that um, insane. so let's see where we're at on time. I do want to do some quick wrestling news. So, okay, so we only got like a minute. So, Wednesday Night War starts this Wednesday. I forgot to say, Cayenne is headed to Michigan State for homecoming. Yeah. Cool thing about that is the Pistons are actually working out at Michigan State oh, this oh, weekend. Oh, for real? So, if you see Blake Griffin or Drummond, say what up. What up, though, yeah. Say what up for me. So, yeah, we're Michigan State alumni, so you'll hear tons of Michigan State references. G34, West Shaw Hall, please stand up. Ground floor. <laughs> Um, don't rep it if you ain't been through it. Man. <laughs> so, how do you feel about? I asked you this yesterday, but just for recording purposes, clear recording purposes. Yeah. How do you feel about the Wednesday Night Wars? I am not privy to Wednesday Night Wars. I haven't been, but I, I know the company was throwing it, so I mean, it's interest. I'm interested in it, but I will this bring you back into wrestling? We'll see. We'll see how the first. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. We'll see. How it goes. I, I you just it, leave I, it at. That. I give it the benefit of the doubt, you know. But a bit of us. As you become an adult, you know the worst part about wrestling is like finding out about Santa Claus. You realize it's just all just a big stage show and yeah. everything like that. But part of me, as you know, I only talk about the Pistons and wrestling, mm. allows myself to just be like, just chill and enjoy it. Scandal is fake. There's a director. <laughs> they're saying cut. This is even better because they don't have a director. It's got to be live and in your face. You're right. I'm really amped about Wednesday Night Wars. Church is on Tuesday, so I'm straight. I'm good. All the way. If it would have been on Tuesday, I would have seriously approached my mom like, we got to move. <laughs> we got to move Bible study because we cannot. But um, what about the name Dynamite? So this, this is how I feel about Dynamite. This is why I asked you this yesterday. WCW closed because they were doing bad business, and they had Nitro. Right. I'm like, why do you want to hold on to anything? So it's a playoff words, but it's not really holding anything positive then. Yeah, I'm like, why do you want to? So AEW is the competing show against um, the WWE on Wednesdays now. And, um, yeah, it's called Dynamite because that's kind of their nod to WCW or whatever, which WCW was responsible for some good moments. The other thing that concerns me is NXT was supposed to be a feeder system for, like, the main show, but now they're saying this is a main. They're show. They're a lot bigger than what they. So what now I'm hella confused as a consumer. Like I thought this was supposed to be next, but now this is just. So now I'm watching wrestle. Who's the real champion? The NXT champion, the SmackDown champion. So I'm hella confused, but I'm excited. No hate, nah. no hate. Don't talk about wrestling in my house. <laughs> Pro wrestling is real. Real people are fake. So um, lastly, we're gonna close on this. Have you seen the SmackDown commercial? I know you've seen it. Yes, I saw it yesterday. Because I showed it to you. I thought the But for the people, the- for the, um, I said the YouTube, for the podcast purpose, how do you feel about the SmackDown commercial? I thought the commercial was completely dope. I thought it was very well done. It had a lot of nods to a lot of different um, uh, performers, and it was, it, was, it was actually done very well. Will you be watching SmackDown? I'll probably, I would motivate to watch SmackDown because the commercial was done so great. You know, Fox, hey, let Fox do his thing. We'll see what happens. Yeah, so there are rumors. And we're, well, we're not going to report on rumors, but um, so Fox paid, this is facts. They paid a billion dollars for SmackDown. Are you serious? A billion dollars. Well, yes. They, they got it. A billion. Somewhere like, it was probably over a billion dollars for it. So they're expecting like a lot from this show. 
a lot from this show. They I think another money was worth it, obviously. Yeah, so they're gonna have to SmackDown might actually surpass Raw as far as quality of content because this is national TV. More They've invested so much into it. Yeah, you know? yeah, and Fox is like, okay, you can't be slipping on the ratings. So and then, but anyway, I guess that'll close our first episode. We went a little bit longer than yesterday, but I hope you enjoyed it. Again, this is just fun for you to laugh about, talk about great moments with the Pistons, overlap it with wrestling. I want to talk about things that you can't miss on wrestling. So we got Wednesday Night Wars coming up this Wednesday. That's first Wednesday in October. I can't remember the date. SmackDown is a week from today. Um, Things on the network that you want to see. There's a documentary called That's Gotta Be Kane. There is a documentary called That You Have to Watch. It's about the debut of Kane, and it's out of character. A lot of Shawn Michaels, so I know you'll love that. Um, And then Sasha Banks has a documentary on the network, too. And like I said, I love Sasha Banks, the character. But but this makes me think the person is a little bit out there. No respect. If she want to come on the show on the podcast, though, she can come on. <laughs> but I was thrown off about like everything that she was going through. So that'll conclude our first episode. We're coming up on 20 minutes. We always want to keep these. Um, what is, no, it's not our first episode. It's episode zero. Volume two. Volume <laughs> version, two. Version two. Version two yeah. of episode zero. And we'll close this out. Y'all have a great week.